let it be known that my nose bears a striking resemblance to a bowling shoe. Always has. So, it stands to reason that Mikey, the shoe counter guy for Casio's Lanes, was just confused when he unleashed a green cloud of shoe sterilizing aerosol right in my face. It was strangely sweet for a shoe sterilizer. This is what I remember thinking before I started flopping around like a pastrami. <sighs> Does somebody say cheese fries? Picasso's Lanes has the best cheese fries in town. They fill a hollowed out bowling ball with cheesy sauce. And Chef Tony puts fries through the finger holes three at a time until they overflow and poke out the holes like soggy, detached fingers. <laughs> the sheen of the cheese dripping down a bowling ball has been known to send me into a bout of what a police report was called an agitated state, okay? <laughs> <coughs> this time was different, though. I made it through the whole bowling ball of cheese fries without my jaw locking up even once. I was on my way to beg Chef Tony for a free refill. When Mikey confused my face for a bowling shoe again. I convulsed and foamed at the mouth until I passed out. Now, I'm here. Wherever here is. I'm all frozen stiff. I can't move a finger. I can't see a thing. But I can hear the sounds of bowling alley swirling around me. I used to love bowling, especially at Facasio's. But now, these sounds haunt me. I'd rather not be here right now. But I have no choice. I used to be the queen of Focasio's lanes. They called me Knock 'em Down Deanna. Because I would knock down pins, bowling pins. Maybe it was on account of my bowling shoe shaped nose, but I was born to bowl. I started bowling at five months. I was what they call a bowl baby. The only place my fingers felt at home was knuckle deep in a ball. I bowled my way to the cover of Bowling Babes magazine. It was featured in the local Perkins commercial. And I was always, never was none not to know a soggy mattress when I saw one. <laughs> Tragedy struck. I was a shoe-in to win the city championship. But I got cocky. In my last game, I attempted to use a bowling ball. Folks around these parts call Bocephus. The most eldritch bowling ball in all the known universe, made out of a material found nowhere else on planet Earth. It was a bowling ball of infinite mass and energy. A black hole that sucked up 
Any bowler brave enough to try heaving it. <laughs> Bowling scholars believe that this was not a ball you choose to throw. It chooses you. Many women and men died during that particular tournament. Their corpses sucked into the ball and all smushed up by the ball's gravity into points of infinitely small nothingnesses. But I wasn't scared. I was at the height of my game. A destroyer of pins, a master of balls. So, I stepped up to Besiefus and my fingers effortlessly slid in. A perfect fit. The bowling ball appreciated my fingers, I could tell. Weightless, I curled the ball up to my chest as I approached the lane. And then, my fingers betrayed me. I heaved that bowling ball down the lane and my three favorite digits went with it. Torn off at the knuckles. That ball bounced like it was going over a speed bump each time it rolled over its precious finger cargo. But sure as can be. They guided that ball to the last strike I'd ever hit. The bowling ball obliterated the pins, tearing another hole in the very fabric of reality for old Niagara. But after that, I was a fingerless freak. I couldn't bow for squat. So, I started getting heavy into the cheese fries. To support my habit, I became Deanna the Human Bowling Ball. And Focasio Lanes was my circus. I showed up every Thursday to Sunday and hurled myself face first down lane six to ceremoniously kick off league night. The owner, Mr. Focasio, would pay my $4 and a heaping tray of cheese fries. They wouldn't even waste a bowl on me. They would just put the fries right on the green plastic tray. No plastic wear, no napkins, no shame. Between sucking down cheesy fries and knocking pins with my noggin, I lost all sense of time and space. I don't know how long I spent up in Ficazio's lanes. Wasn't until the day sweet dear Teb showed up and rescued me that my life changed for the better. A doctor showed up at the bowling lanes one night and said, if I didn't change my diet, I would die before sunrise. So, I went gluten-free for three days, which led me to lesbianism, and the lesbianism led me to Teb. But I always knew I would make a great lesbian. I had the talk for it. That was three months ago, and until today, I've been clean. No bowling, no cheese, no fries. With Deb's embrace, I didn't need any of it. 
She fixed me right up. Deb made me feel complete again. Minus three fingers, of course. Then Deb disappeared and uh, everything unraveled. The last time I saw my sweet Deb, I was falling asleep beside her. We were nestled together in our women's waterbed, exhausted after a little bit of the old bearded handshake. I fell asleep like someone was really tired after that. And when I woke up, a shattered bowling ball sat where I last saw Deb's head. Her pillow caked in coagulated cheesy sauce. The sauce trail traced the indentation her body left in the waterbed and snaked its way out of our bedroom. I followed that trail and it led me right through the door of Focasio's Lanes to Chef Tony and all Lane 6. Hey, hey, Deanna, yoo-hoo. It's me, Chef Tony Pep from Focasio's Lanes. Time to wake up, Deanna. You are a no-good sleepyhead. Welcome to your new life. Okay, here's the thing, Deanna. Your greasy little fingers have got some kind of magic in them. Who knows how, but they do. Back in the day, after your fingers got all ripped out by that ball, that magical bowling ball, I found them gumming up the works in the pin setter. And long story short, while I was prying them out of the gears, my mouth, I guess you could say, my mouth accidentally made contact with your fingers. And I gotta say, I've never tasted nothing so good in my life. But, but your fingers, they got something special. So after I gave them a good sucking, the best sucking of their life, I taped them together and fashioned a nice little spoon. And I've been using your finger spoon to stir up our cheeses, our cheese sauce ever since. And thanks to your fingers, I am a god of cheese sauce. And now, I'm thinking of scaling this operation up, you see. We're going to get legit and we'll be stocking up store shelves coast to coast with what I'm calling Focaccio's Cheesy Sauce by Chef Tony Papp. We're going to be pumping out cheesy sauce by the barrel. So this here puny old finger spoon that I made, it ain't going to cut it no more. We need something bigger. So I had to get creative. While you was all knocked out, I stripped you down and I shellacked you. Put a nice little handle on you too. You're just about stiffened up now and ready for some action. Straight up, I turned a washed up former pro bowler into a giant wooden spoon fit for stirring up a humongous pot of cheese. Okay, now let's make up some cheese sauce, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
He just perceives the cheese that was right, turning and churning your unholy right. Gutter to gutter, the moon on the lane, mad yellow potion goes straight to the brain. Let it be known that I now bear a striking resemblance to a 64-inch stirring spoon with a nose shaped like a bowling shoe. Strange when you think about it, that the special ingredient that got me so hooked on cheese fries was me all along. Stranger yet, that through low-level sorcery and carpentry, I was transformed into a wooden spoon used to stir up cheese sauce every night. thing of all is, and I'm pretty much okay with it. It's brought a new sense of purpose to my life. I'm the key ingredient in a highly addictive cheesy sauce that has become a cornerstone of the Niagara Falls diet. And who needs love when you got cheese fries? What's the special sauce in the special sauce? I'm the special sauce. I am special. I am sauce, and I just can't get enough.